What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Awkward Throat Clear podcast with Aaron Chalupa. My name's Anthony, and I am proud to announce that this is the last part of the Aaron Chalupa conversation with Brewer Mike Lewis. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this, let Aaron Chalupa know. He wants to know. Encourage him to produce more podcasts and get on with the awkward throat clear. Without further ado, here it is. Part four with Mike Lewis. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the awkward, the, <clears throat> the awkward throat clear. Now, here's your host, Aaron Chalupa. How's it going there after 30 podcast listeners? Uh, surprise! Another episode with Mike Lewis. Fuck off. <laughs> in, in, in March here. Because I, I won't see him for at least a month. That's for sure. He uh, twisted, his, t- twisted his rubber arm. Still got some beer left in the growler. Going to do a, a shorter episode here, hopefully. Also daylight savings time, so... We're Let's be very clear, it's daylight savings time, so we just went from 2 to 3 a.m. Yeah. Tickety-boo. Yeah, so and he's, he's going to have the <laughs> best drive tomorrow. On shitty roads on the Icefield Parkway going to Calgary. Yeah, lots of fun, lots of fun. Oh, my lovely bride is going to just lose her shit as they roll in at 4. Oh, God. Well, don't blame it on me. It's all your fault. You know? She loves me. She won't get mad. She'll blame you. you you're older. You have reason. Oh. I'm just the cute Mexican kid that, you know, <laughs> visits every now and then. So uh, Let's go. All doing? right. So we'll just start off with some questions I got here, too. We're not going to get into the military stuff. I figured that was just a full episode later on. Ah, um, I can go through that quick. No, you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. You learn shit. You I mentioned shit. the government. Yeah. Shoot shit. You, you, you <laughs> go home. <laughs> like, what is that? All right. So you said when you're 17, you joined the military. Um, That's accurate, right? That is accurate. Okay. When you were a kid, what occupation did you think you were gonna have? Like, what what was your ultimate goal? Like, obviously, when we're really young, we have like, oh, I want to be an astronaut or something like that. I want I want to know I want to know that, and then I want to know when you're in high school what you're actually hoping for. Absolute zero fucking clue that I can recall. Okay. No, I, this was a thing, like, I don't remember, to be clear, <clears throat> any real direction at that. And one of the, the whole, like, thing in my, so grew up in a very religious household, mm-hmm. we had, uh, it was Nazarene, um, we had uh, Nazarene University, like a regional one, <clears throat> in Oklahoma, and... There was just this understanding that all the kids were going there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know why. I'm, I'm not too familiar. What is a Nazarene? Oh, um... I grew up Grace and I. We're pretty lax in the Christian front. Like, super, so, like we'd have potlucks so, built around food, and that's what enticed us to go to church. So there's, there's Pentecostals who speak yep. in tongues. There's Methodists who can be seen in the beer aisle. Nazarenes are slightly left towards the Pentecostal side of the center between there. I got to send you a, a link for one of Steve Martin's songs where it's uh, Christians, what is it? Atheists don't have no songs. 
Hmm. And it talks about how these different religions have like very beautiful holy songs for random things, and atheists don't have any songs. So well, no, and then they talk about Pentecostals, Methodists, yeah. all that stuff. So <laughs> it, it's pretty amusing. I'll, I'll send it to you, and you can take it down to Texas when you go on your trip and Thanks. show your family. I'm sure they'll all love it. Oh, that's so. So you went to this the Nazarene. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, like, I actually did go to a Pentecostal um, private school, kindergarten through sixth grade. Fucking weird people speaking tongues and shit. Um, but I uh, like you. Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday you go to church. Mm-hmm. Unless you're fucking sick and dying. You don't drink, smoke, curse, or chew, or go with girls who do. Like, that's kind of the things I grew up with, you yep. know? Yeah, yeah, And, um, but so I just never was really understood why I need to go to college. Okay. Or university. Like, there was no clarity as to what it was going to provide me. It was yep. just assumed that it would happen. Mm-hmm. And so I got into the rebellious period in high school, <clears throat> hung out with my friends. We drank, had a fake ID, uh, you know, fuck mm-hmm. whatever. Kind of um, like dazed and confused. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and do drugs. I tried. Just didn't work. So, um, I... Actually, it got towards the, um, so then this leads into high school. And in, so I grew up with, with a very outdoors family. I hunted. Yep. Things like that. And then in, uh, sixth, sixth grade, I, we left at the end of my, my grade six year, we moved, I moved into public school bit of a shell shock from the private i was just gonna say probably be different um and i'm in junior high now so now mind you i started uh my birthday is one of those fucking off cycle birthdays where you end up being old going to school but instead my mom started being kindergarten when i was four yeah in a private school we could do that yeah so i was always younger than everybody Mm -hmm. throughout so i roll into uh, seventh grade being like 12 years old mm-hmm. um, in a public school so yeah. it was a bit of a shock you know and now you're moving into a completely new environment that has significantly different um, sections of people than I've experienced in my life thus far big time while I'm starting to go through puberty, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, holy fuck, what is this? And uh, so I did that. And then <clears throat> the other shitty aspect was I moved. So the way uh, I, I assume in bigger Canadian cities, you have your feeder schools that go into different high schools. Yeah. <clears throat> so for my junior high, it went into a certain high school. Well, we moved again at the end of my junior high year so what did your parents do sorry to interrupt uh insurance okay so my dad sold uh life insurance yeah and then he ended up having a problem with the company he's working for and he shifted from being a direct like a big company life insurance sales guy to doing independent stuff and yeah so fair enough 
seventh through uh, grade seven through nine, I attended this one junior high that was going to feed me along with all of my other kids I had spent my three years of junior high with into a specific high school. Mm-hmm. Well, we fucking moved at the end of grade nine. Yeah. Into a, a different yep. uh, district. So now I fed into the arch rival high school. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it was like, for fuck's sake, are you kidding me? Yeah. So then I ended up going to this other one. And pretty soon right off, like grade 10, pretty early on, I essentially got recruited, for like a better term, by this kid. Um to join the Junior Reserve Officer Training Corps, JRTC, um, where it kind of sucked because you did military stuff and you had to wear a uniform in school one day a week, but they had a rifle team. And I could actually spend an hour of my day at school just fucking shooting. Yeah. And I was like, shooting. Fuck yeah, (laughs) you know? And uh, so I did that, and but uh, just twenty twos or yeah, just twenty twos or okay. well, on shoots, actual like uh, precision target yeah, rifles, yeah, and yeah. peep sights, and the whole thing. Oh, right on. And uh, yeah, it was fun. Fuck, it was great. I mean, I actually wasn't keen on the uniform thing yeah. at first because you're kind of the nerd walking around in your big green dress uniform, yeah. you know. But uh, you get over it after a while, and. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it was interesting. I, my family had little to no military background that I was aware of. <clears throat> but it was fun because I got to spend an hour a day going to the rifle range. And our senior instructor was this retired Special Forces guy, Alvin Fowler. Fuck, he's probably dead now. He fucking better be. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... Holy shit, you want to talk about actually getting that kind of life exposure? He he talked about Vietnam. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, I'm sorry, you were sitting on a dead body eating your lunch, kicking the rats away? What? In the Idring Valley? And you're here <laughs> now? Yeah, you know. How are you? And you're just like, and he's talking about how... You know, he doesn't have one lung because he got stitched with an AK. And you're just like, oh, what? this shit exists, what? Yeah. You know? It, it, and it was, I am not going to say that any of that really had a significant impact except as being kind of this background noise to this whole conversation of like, everything about side of my world. <clears throat> so... In, uh, oh, Top Gun came out. Huh. Like, uh, my junior year, I think. Sophomore and junior year. And I decided I need to be a fucking F-14 pilot. And so I hunkered down, got really good grades. And then I went and started taking my physical to go to the Naval Academy. F-14s, uh, uh, it's, uh, I'm going to sound like an idiot here. It's a Tomcat. Sweet. Tomcat. I was, I was only going to say it was either a Falcon or a Hornet. I think it's F-18 Falcon, right? No, it's a F-16 Falcon, F-16. F-18 Hornet. I, I was much better with my uh, the airplanes. The one is the F-18. I, I used to do a lot of model airplanes, <laughs> nerd, uh, yeah. when I was in my <laughs> preteen years there. And, yeah, fuck, it's just those numbers. Just, uh, 
I will even go with numbers when it comes to hockey or football. <laughs> yeah, no, the F-14's a Tomcat, Tomcat, yeah. uh, fighter. Like those little, little, little foam planes you get at the dentist, eh? That you throw and they do mm. little loop-de-loops. Mm, no, not really, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, they uh, have dentists in Texas. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I was started doing my physicals, and one of the things that ended up working is you, you do the ASVAD, the Armed Service Verification Aptitude Battery Test. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, mm-hmm. the recruiters come to school and be like, hey, anybody want to take this? And fuck, it was like an hour out of class. So yeah. you go take it. And I scored pretty high on it. Oh, right on. And so all of a sudden recruiters are calling my house. My mom, I just remember my mom answered the phone. My son is 15 years old, and you have to wait until he's old enough, and don't call back to my house until then. He's got chores to do. She was just fucking livid. They were trying to recruit me. All based on scores, nothing to do with my age or any personal information. Yeah. And so she was so Sounds like a lovely woman. She was so angry. She's hilarious. And uh, tell her I say, you know, Pleasure to hear your stories when you go visit. Oh, yeah. Well, she'll hear this at some point. Oh, wonderful. Um, so. Hello, Mama Lewis. Yeah, Grandma Texas. Grandma <laughs> Texas. Grandma Tex. Yeah, so. Um, it's grandson Max. <laughs> that's right. It's the Max. So, I went to go take my physicals in my eyes. Like, my sophomore year, I think I got glasses for some reason. My junior year, I was like, I'm pass out. I don't need them. But my eyes didn't meet spec. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, you're you're not going to make it. Like, you won't get into the Naval Academy because your eyes aren't good enough. So I was like, well, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time this had all occurred, like, I had been working on this physical and doing paperwork. I had to get, like, Sanders' letter of recommendation. So I was writing all this shit, trying to get it done. By the time all this occurred, it was, like, partially through the first semester of my senior year. Yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck it. So the second semester of my senior year, I dumped. I was carrying a seven class load first semester. Second semester, I was like, I need a co-op class. So I'm going to go to school for three hours a day and then get out of school to go to my job. Yeah. <laughs> that was air quotes. <laughs> the job part. <clears throat> so, uh, like I carried around a cooler with beer in it in my car. What was your car? Oh, I had a uh, 67 Camaro LT. Oh, you were yeah. wearing a leather jacket too? No, fuck no. Oh, God. <clears throat> no, so I, I smoked at the time. Yeah. Uh, pretty much had beer in my car all the time. Were there camels, Marlboros? Marlboro, yeah. reds, yeah. sometimes lights. But, um, <laughs> so... You sound pretty cool. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was didn't play football. I was the non-group guy. I wasn't a fucking uh, heavy metal kid. Yeah, I wasn't a jock. I was sort of an ROTC guy. Did you guys have like rodeo guys in school? Like the guys that were like all like hard western or something like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking belt buckles, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. We had we had the same kind, of course, in Alberta. Like I was, I was always in high school. I I just. And maybe I didn't fit in with everybody, but I talked with everybody. Yeah, that was kind of. Be, kinda be surprised. I, I talk a lot, 
But uh, yeah, just say I, it is. Yeah, right. It's fucking yeah. You too. Three thirty in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who's been the? Like, we'll, we'll hear these tapes again. Who's been the one that's been talking the well, most? Well, I went on a rant. On I guess I'm, I'm the interviewer. The yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the interviewer. You're the interviewee. I did go off about the liquor board. Ah, that's fine. Absolutely fine. Yeah, that, that's why you're the guest. But yeah, I just talked to everyone. I always liked it. Like I, I played a lot of sports. I, I, I was kind of well, a nerd as well. Chick body. I can see where you were. Pardon me. Sport. You can't have a chick body. So oh, thank you. By no, the curves, no ladies. The giant ass I have. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um. Proceed. Your moves. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> this shirt reveals too much. So. Anyway, it was it was kind of funny too because at the end of my the first semester, I dumped my ROTC class. Like I was going to graduate. And probably be like one of the. I was the, this sergeant major of the ROTC group. Like yeah. I was the senior, one of the senior guys. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck this! No more rifle team, no nothing." Like I literally got out of school and fucking drank. Yep. And went to work. Uh, at my uh, automotive place where I worked, <laughs> changing oil and fucking welding mufflers and shit like that. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and then it was just. Um, I was like, fuck that. And so then this weird occurrence happened with a guy who, it was a whole, it's a long story, but anyway, a friend of mine betrayed me with my parents and it in turn got me kicked out of my house. Oh shit. It wasn't that the things he said were untrue. All of them, there was a certain part of what he said was untrue. Mm Mm-hmm. But he just sat there and copped all this out to my parents, to my mom specifically, for who fuck knows what reason. Like it was you, a, you don't know. No. And oh, and sure. what had happened was is he lived with us for a semester and then Trouble kid. Oh, uh, kind of more like parent trouble. He was actually oh, okay. a pretty good kid. Okay. He wanted to stay near his girlfriend, who they were very serious, but his parent his mom moved away or something. So I convinced my parents to let him move into our house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he stayed there for a semester, and then he moved away. And then uh, our senior year, he just came and hung out for a weekend. Yeah. So he does this. We go out. There's some issues when we're going out because he didn't have his ID. And he's like, well, you just go hang out and do all the shit. And then we're lied to my mom to stay out later or whatever. So he, he comes back. I get up the next morning. Like, we spent the whole night out drinking. I was drunk yep. at first. Then I sobered up, uh, and he wouldn't drive home. I was like, dude, you got to drive home because I've been drinking. I don't you know, want to do this. And he's mm-hmm. like, nope, not doing it. So I was like, okay, we have to get home. So I just powered some coffee in and fucking drink water and sobered up enough to where I felt relatively comfortable and drove home. Right. Now, mind you, I'm 17. I got yeah. a fake ID. I've been in a club. Legal drinking age in Texas at the time, I think, is 11. It is 21. <laughs> at that time? I thought it was, like, 18 back no, then. No, it's always been 21. Oh, wow. I thought yeah. Texas was one of those, like, few places that was just, like, rebellious. When no, it came to, like, drinking No, that's age. Louisiana. Oh, so okay. Gotcha. I, uh, we get home late. I get up in the morning. I go to work. I come home. My mom's like, give me your keys. Uh, because... You don't get to fucking drive your car, get rid of your cigarettes, get rid of this, get rid of that. And I was like, 
fuck you, and left. I don't know. So I was kicked out of my house for two weeks. At the end of the two weeks, I was like, oh, I just turned 17. My, uh, yeah, if my parents sign a piece of paper, I can join the army. And then I'm out of this fucking house. Yeah. And so I went and hit the recruiter up and joined the military. There you go. And where you go? <laughs> Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle and your other uncle. And, you know, Bob's a common name. In Actually, Texas I, had a, and I, I had an uncle named Bob. I do. No, I wouldn't be surprised. Robert is a very he popular name. He and he always gave me five bucks for coming to say hi to him. Yeah, that's all right. Nothing wrong with that. So after a... How long did that take? No time at all. 20 minutes. Yeah, 10 more. <laughs> 20 minutes of what, <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, yeah, there you go. You just didn't know, and then all of a sudden... Just yeah. So the lap. continuation of the story, do you, would that make it easier? Uh, fair enough. What do you want? Oh, Talk uh, to me, Goose. This is the second... <laughs> one of the other parts that I had that wasn't really related to anything was... Um, uh, you have any other passions or hobbies that keep you busy besides brewing and my children. when you're in the military? <clears throat> children? Yeah. Do you, any any music? music uh, you, know, you were saying that you played a bit of rec hockey when you're in uh, uh, on the island. I suck at it. Oh, yeah, I have, sports? Well, I have muscle problems. Uh, that's part of my medical disability, so I yeah. I don't. I'm a I'm a uh, biker. I love mountain biking and yep. and cycling. I don't get to do it. Both due to work and medical problems. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, like nowadays, I mean, if considering all my limitations, I, I'm pretty much working kids. Mm. Um, yeah, you're a very good uh, father, from what I understand. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, like the community and uh, your coworkers always mention that. Don't beat them that hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I see the pictures too. I think you're on the cover of a magazine in the. Oh no, the that's area. a bullshit thing that. that uh, Randy had made for Father's Oh Day. shit! Okay, here, <laughs> here, here awesome. that was legit. <laughs> you <laughs> like do framed up right what? next to your office there. <laughs> yeah, no, we should get that line. Uh, world's greatest dad says. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Well, no, uh, it's, it's, it's it's an important thing, you know. It is. No, your... I love my children. I actually, you know, after a few uh, years in the military and a, a deployment or two, I was like, you know, <clears throat> I want to be married. I want to have a family. It's not going to work in this environment, so I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And so I so you started know, planning. very specifically waited to be out of the military before I had children. Yeah. So Smart idea. Well, yeah, but now I'm fucking old. <laughs> How old are you? Old. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good answer. Oh, no, I turned 44 this year. Mm. Not old at all. Old enough. I feel yeah. really old. Oh, it's all perspective too, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, this is my, let me think here. 23rd? No. 10th or 11th year working seasonally for the Alberta government for forestry. I'll be turning 28 this August. So. Great hair. Oh, so much. So much. It's, it's just a family thing. Um, it's funny actually. My dad's about. So does Kev die? <laughs> no, no, no. He he's got he's got long hair too. It's just he doesn't put product in his hair. Like I've got some like either I either put pomade or some kind of hair glue in my in in my hair there. And oh, that it just is disgusting. Me, it, it shines it up right. Um, makes it shiny. 
Yeah, exactly. Kevin just has long hair. He's found a few in his beard, which I have not had a gray hair in my beard yet. So I'm happy about that. Are you that. bullshitting? Are you... F- fuck, come on. To my hair to beard ratio, it's uh, 0 to 100,000 gray zero, hairs. Buttercup. In my beard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zero gray hairs. No. You're 100%. I, I groom this every morning. Uh, you're disgusting. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, so with forestry, I talked to my buddies for perspective. Um, myself, and we've actually had a lot of guys, you know, retire from firefighting because they've grown up and gotten real jobs or, you know, gotten married or had yeah. families or whatever. Um, it's, it's definitely a young man's game. Uh, I'm one of the seniors now. So it's, it's kind of funny in that, in, in that sense because, you know, I was a summer student for three years. I was a patrolman issuing fire permits to let landowners burn random, you know, brush piles or whatever. And then I was hell attack and then took a little time off to be a brewer. Uh, going back to hell attack, you know, I took the leader course and now it's expected of me to be a leader this year. I'm pretty sure, uh, waiting to hear if I get the call or not, which we'll see how that goes. But I started with my leader from last year, who's been around since my fourth year in forestry. And he's just like, man, loops, it's just me and you that are the old dogs. And I'm like, well, fuck, I've only been in, you know, in, in firefighting, the actual aspect of firefighting is everything before that uh, was fire prevention or something like that or support, where now it's actual suppression. You know, I'm actually, I'm actually the guy putting out the fire instead of, like, encouraging people to prevent the fires from happening. So I've only been doing that. This will be my fourth year doing that. Or three and a half if you want to be really exact. So it's kind of funny, you know, where I'm like, oh, yeah, 28, and I'm one of the main guys now. Huh, how about that? Well, just wait it. You know, <clears throat> in my early 30s, shit, at 35, I was getting called Pops. Yeah. In the military. Yeah, yeah, because it's all perspective. And I would imagine with the military, it's also a, a very young man's game. It is. Yeah. I mean, you got to realize, you know, the majority of your recruits, the lower ranks, <clears throat> the 18 to 24-year-olds. Yeah, you don't see many uh, 32-year-old privates. No, you, you, do, you do, but not you, you as many. You didn't until the war on terror started. <clears throat> yeah. And then, and it was just, it, it's funny because coming in at 17 and doing what I did, and you end up in this whole progression of, <clears throat> you know, I had, I, had, I was a senior war officer at, at 35 years old. And people are like, why aren't you running around with your coffee and your cigarettes? Well, I don't fucking smoke and I don't drink that much coffee. And, uh, well, I do now, though. I drink shit to the coffee. But it, yeah, it was just interesting. Um, now I feel old as fuck. But, <laughs> you know, back then, I don't know, even around those kids, you still feel old. And you, you do actually tend to yell in that way, too. You're like, the fuck are you doing, you fucking punk? Yeah. You know? Get out and do push-ups. <laughs> yep. So... Especially if they were from, like, a city or something like that, too. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, it's all about ethics and, you know, with their work ethic and how they work. And Aviation's a very, like, uh, pretty technical in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. And so you strive to find the kid that can meet the combination hurdle of <clears throat> technical competence and 
military um, kind of dress right dress meeting the requirements of, of that. Yeah. So it's it's one thing to find a kid who does amazing sheet metal work but can't fucking show up on time mm-hmm. or salute mm-hmm. or have a squared away uniform. Or vice versa, you have a kid that's as strong in his soldier skills, just sucks his job. Yeah. You know, and you're like, well... You gotta find that happy balance. Yeah. Yeah. So... When I was a rookie, um, my leader, who, are, who I've already known for three years, because I was um, in prevention beforehand, and then all of a sudden I was his rookie, and he just found it the weirdest thing to be my leader, because he's like, fuck, you knew, you've known me since I was a rookie, and now I have to lead you? Like, this seems odd. And he got mad at me one day, because he's like, fuck, Chalupa, you don't have any vices. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I like, yeah, I like, to, I like to have some beers, and I like to, you know, I like to have a drink every now and then. You know, I like to have fun. You don't. At this time, I didn't drink any hard liquor. No. Yeah. So I, it was just beer, maybe the odd cider or something like that, but mainly beer. Uh, I used to make the joke. It's like three, you know, three three things I drink is uh, beer, water, and milk, and not in that order. I used to drink like eight liters of milk in a week. <clears throat> You gotta hookers and blow. Come on. <laughs> That's what I've been told uh, that I need to do if, you, if I'm a firefighter. But he's like, he, he got so mad. He's like, you don't have any vices. Like, you don't drink hard alcohol. You don't smoke. You don't do any drugs. And yeah, what was the other one there? You don't drink coffee. Like, how do you keep on an even keel? And how do you keep so like you know calm and uh, relaxed and stuff? Because you know. You know uh, People would always be like, wow, Chalupa's just chill all the time. and You know, he's just relaxed and he doesn't get worked up about a whole lot. Now that I'm a bit older, it's just like everything pisses me off and I just don't hold yeah. back. Like, no filter at all. Like, government pisses me off. This pisses me off. Whatever. I'll just voice my opinion as much as I can. And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. And then at a certain point, my dad got me into scotch. So I'm like, oh, this tastes really good. <laughs> and then whenever I go to Belmont, I don't know what it is, but I hang out with my brother and then I'm like, you know what? I feel like having a coffee because I'm in the mountains. It's just, I don't know. I think it's just the isolation. You're going to have the feeling. morning fucking patio coffee. Like. Yeah. But like, even when I'm like out on a fire, like when you're out in the middle of the bush and the only thing you have is either water or coffee, I just drink water all the time. That's, that's what I usually drink in the morning to wake me up. If I'm feeling really tired, I just drink like a, a liter of water in about 25 minutes or 20 minutes. Yeah, but coffee's like nearly instantaneous with the right coffee. Yeah, but then dehydrates you as well. Who gives a shit? You keep <laughs> drinking more of it. It's like mostly water. Yeah. But There's a slight amount of diuretic in there. You'll crash and No, burn. you never fucking crash. Uh, BlackRifleCoffee.com. We <laughs> <laughs> You love those boys. Oh, they're fucking... We, we, you know what? We'll need to watch the movie one of these days. Next time we meet up, we, we have to watch that we movie. We will watch the movie. We'll give, we'll give it a, a, a review on the um, podcast there. Yeah, it's Range 15. It's yeah. a veteran-made, veteran-supported uh, movie. Those boys are pretty funny. You've, seen, you've shown me a few videos. And- oh, they're they're fucking awesome. And i I, and I got to be honest. So, you know, I had a... <clears throat> so, it's Black Rifle Coffee based off the Black Rifle AR-15. Um... It's a veteran-owned coffee company. They have a conglomerate of businesses. Uh, they're they're good businessmen too. They are. They're they're excellent. And might, it, not, might not agree with all their views, but well, you don't have to agree with all. No, their no, of views. course. I mean, and like that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I, I got. Let me finish. <clears throat> it's like even if you don't agree with it, like their views from back and front, they can still be good people and have a really good marketing scheme. 
Well, they do, and they're funny. Like, they're just... They're, the stuff they do is funny, and it's focused towards a group, and whether you buy into it or not, I gotta be honest, like, we had a um, courier driver from PG roll in one morning there to pick up a shipment. Well, fuck, I'd been busy. I didn't get the shipment ready yet because I didn't think he'd be there that early. Yeah. So we're like, hey, here, have a cup of coffee. And without any introduction to the coffee, talking about what it was, he didn't even see the bag. So he has no understanding of what it's associated with. He drinks it, takes a second sip. He's like, holy shit, that's the best fucking coffee I've ever had. And the reality is, like, we have a coffee roaster an hour up the road in McBride. She makes really good coffee. Mm-hmm. Black Rifle Coffee is far and away amazing. Like, I have yet to have a bad cup from these guys. Where do they get the beans from? Do you know? All over. Okay. Uh, but we, mostly, we have a few coffee gurus. That yeah, no, but I mean, mostly South America, but they actually yeah. just went on a, on a shopping trip down there. And they ended up connecting with a U.S. military veteran who owns a plantation down there. Oh, no yeah, he got out of the military and fucking bought a coffee bean plantation. And, and uh, God, they, they make amazing coffee. And humorously enough, so this whole dilemma of the... Um, yeah, sorry, this may piss the Canadian uh, thing off a little bit. <clears throat> but they... Uh, this whole dilemma of the refugee um, influx and under uh, Obama and then under Clinton um, talking about bringing in refugees and so forth. <clears throat> Starbucks went on a rant about, you know, we're going to hire 10,000 refugees. Yep. So he was like, well, that's cool. I'm going to hire 10,000 veterans. And that's fair. That's completely fair. It, it, on each side, you know, it, Star- you know what, Starbucks I, hiring but the refugees, cool thing, you know, like um, yeah. And and his whole thing was it's it's not a, a confrontation with them, but they see the challenge of they're going to hire refugees. Well, that's great and well. His community is veterans. Yep. We have, you know, a homeless veteran problem in the yeah. states no, just, just like canada huge. does and for years yeah and so it's like well fuck why don't we make that our focus yeah is it anti-refugee no 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 but and, and i'm sure there is a huge uproar about being anti-refugee oh, where it's not the thing yeah. yeah you know everybody's <laughs> like evan haver's calling out starbucks well no, he's not no, calling no. him out he's he, just he's, he's upping the ante exactly it's like oh you're gonna help these guys out sweet we're gonna do this other thing we're gonna help out veterans because that's our local source or the guys that follow us i just think that's a great idea it's just and this goes not just this topic but many topics you, you gotta realize who your en- enemies are and who your allies are yeah these guys aren't fighting each other where people probably just thought like hey they're doing something different we better throw stones at them but yeah no uh, continue i I agree with you this is a really cool idea (laughs) so anyway it was just really interesting uh in that whole thing which has driven me a little bit to go you know what like i have this entire focus of what i want to do for veterans i don't have the intrinsic connection to the canadian veteran group like i do with the u.s yeah 
but I'm working on building that. And that's something I will eventually strive to do is well, hopefully we can help you with that. Well, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's a, it's, it's an interesting way of doing business. These guys have a really great business podcast called black hearted. Um, and it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. They speak my language. I'm just accustomed to them. Like I'm, I am accustomed to our community and kind of how it goes. And it just makes sense to me. No, and sure. you know, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. <sighs> yeah. What it's time late. Is your, What's your point? What time is your flight tomorrow? Oh. Or today? No, it's not today. We actually oh, are going to spend two nights in Calgary. Well, geez, you have nothing to worry about I just got to make the drive on the parkway. That's no, all you're, you're laughing. It's no problem. And you know what? You might want to check the road reports this morning. Ah, fuck road reports. It'll oh, be good. It'll, I'm going to put my snow plow on the front of the truck. It'll be good. <laughs> you're fine then. You're fine. No yeah. worries. No worries. <clears throat> So, I'll come with you. I'll, I'll plow the way in front of you, and I can go visit my <laughs> girlfriend. It'll be it'll be perfect. Uh, yeah, we yeah I I just have a total belief in the in the community, and I really think that we can do amazing things. And it's the a, veteran community or the Vail veteran Mountain? community. Okay. Um, I mean, Velmont can do it as well. No, of course, of course. I was, I was, I was just uh, focused on uh, what community you were talking about. I just think, directly. as as the veteran community, like for me, it's a, it, it's, you got people who have proven themselves in a certain way, in a stressful way, and who are capable. Oh, one of the most stressful ways. Of yeah, and who are capable of accomplishing the mission. The problem is, is it's not as buttercuppy sensitive as some people would like. And that becomes the challenge of how do you, how do you get, <clears throat> it's really hard to make that transition. I don't, I don't do it well. Well, even like, I mean, you know, I was a 20 year government employee uh -huh. in a very confined field in which my entire practice was to kill people. And keep other, other people, people from getting killed. Yeah. And and so when it translates into me having employees, which, by the way, serving in a tap room are mostly women, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't translate that well. Yeah. You know? And I can't just roll in and be like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, you've failed to fucking execute on... It's more like... Uh, you need a bit of... PR. Yeah. yeah. It's like, honey, 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 you're the HR person. <laughs> <laughs> honey is in Rundy. Honey is yeah, wife. Honey is, <laughs> honey is in my lovely wife. Because yeah. the thing is, is I, it's not that I'm mean or abusive. I'm just direct. And direct doesn't always work as well. No, for sure. No, it, it applies in a lot of fields. Yeah. That's and, for sure. and so it, you just kind of, and it's the same way. You use the, the words base. that get across the fastest, most effective, concise with and brevity. Sometimes that's not the most politically correct. Well, it doesn't even have to be politically correct. It's not the Polite. it's not the most work environment positive thing for a sales. That too. Yes, <laughs> so. yes, for sure. 
So I do have a few employees that can roll with it. And, yeah. And I've oh, learned, well, small I've town people, where, you yeah. know, I won't name names, but I'm sure there's a few people that can just like, they don't give a fuck. So. Oh yeah. yeah. No. They, I mean, they, they kind of laugh or they throw it back in your face. I'm sure. A little bit. And we have good banter that way. And across the board, we have a really great work environment. My employees love working for me as much as I love having them work for us. And yep. I really appreciate their dedication to our business. Yep. And, and the challenge becomes like, I, it's frustrating for me because come those shoulder seasons, it's hard to make sure that I can get enough hours for everybody. Yep. You know, and you know, I'm, I'm one of the rare few in Valmount that has a single job. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised. Everybody has multiple jobs. Yeah. I have one, but that's because I do three jobs with, or four within that one. In that one, yeah. And so it's a, yeah. More so to save you money. <laughs> well, yeah. Because you don't have to hire other people. Yeah. yeah. There's no salary associated with managing, bookkeeping, sales, brewing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then know. I'm sure Rundy's list of. Uh, Rundy is HR, bookkeeping. HR and, and taproom <laughs> manager. So, I know the mean man said this, but <laughs> that's right. Yes, yes, my husband's an asshole. Just yeah. get over it. <laughs> Here, have a matzo stick. That's right. Or cheese so, string, whatever. Yeah, no, I mean, and she she deals with all those things. Yeah, and she's a mom, and you're a dad. Well, yeah, that, I that, mean, that's something else to juggle. Well, that's the magic of what she does. Like, she does all that. Wait until those kids are old enough to work for you. I do. God. I, <laughs> I just can't wait. Because, man, you know, I got to say, though, I've had my two-and-a-half-year-old <clears throat> with a bar towel um, binder clipped around her, push, pushing the seam button on the canner. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, no, the kids will get there. And who knows whether they want to do it or not oh it's absolutely fair yeah but you know what it's gonna give them some life experience to start with well it will and my whole goal for them is to establish work ethic and not be assholes don't don't be a fucking sally about it and don't be a fucking asshole yeah like do your job get your work done yeah don't whine about it because yeah. if you do you suck and nobody wants to employ you or be around you be all that you can be oh for in the army, army. Quoting Paulie Shore when he was uh, yep. in the army now. Yep. I love that movie when I was a kid. I thought it was so funny. It's so stupid. And then you get older and it's like, oh, Paulie Shore. Such <laughs> a bad movie. He had a few bad movies, that's for sure. A few? Yeah, yeah. yeah I could probably count five. <laughs> Son in law, jury duty, in the army now. What else on the list? Anything? Oh, we're going to save the other big stuff for later, yeah, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, we're around, we're around the 45-minute mark, so as uh, long as we're below the hour, which we've only been once out of the three. So. Oh, hour schmauer. Hour schmauer. The schmauer hour, that's what I'm going to call this. That's right. Change the name. But it's good. I appreciate it. It's kind oh, of I, I love it. So you're, you're my first guest. I think you'll be the most interesting one. Oh shit, there's going to be way more interesting people than me. Oh, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Well, you'll probably be the oldest person. Fuck off, <laughs> for fuck's sake. Holy shit. 
Wait until you get that you really. I'm the oldest person on the Wait till you really get that like super experienced, transvestite, cross-gendered hooker, drug dealer, on the show who started brewery. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine what the name would be for that brewery. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Maybe you in like three years. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> New slash Rundy, watch out. Uh, <laughs> or be prepared, one of the two. No, we, uh... Yeah. I'm not that old. Holy shit. Oh, you're fine. We've already been through this. You're, it's all perspective. You're fine. You're fine. It is. No worries but, whatsoever. you know, in, in the... It's kind of funny, because if you looked at the lower mainland, I'm fairly old-ish in the craft beer game. But you're still young for how long you've been in the craft beer game ish um i don't know like i'm i'm as an owner i'm probably young mm -hmm. as a brewer i'm probably old i would agree yeah. although the new brewer at crossroads brewing and stilling in prince george is older than me oh yeah and he's gray as fuck love you <laughs> patrick not not great like uh you're 20 20 almost 28 year old uh podcast host at the moment oh he's like but he's probably like great. 50 or something he's uh no he's a couple of years 45 oh, oh he's probably going 40. 45 this year i think yeah. he's a year and a half or yeah. two older yeah now. he's got a few years on me so the average gray hair per age per capita rich <laughs> ratio ratio is still <laughs> low for him and high for me he's yeah, all no matter no matter i've been told it's uh Attractive, silver fox. Just get the grave from man. The experience with the youth. It's called premature, <laughs> and you don't want it to be Pre premature. Great, 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 great relation. Great relation. <laughs> All works out. Well, this is the first time you've been to the the acreage here for Kevin and Courtney, but uh, they're not here, sadly. So maybe next time you're around, you can yeah stop by and say hey. Well, they have a fucking Corona bag in the counter. Oh, free. Well, of course it's free. It comes well, yeah. with a pile of shit ton of shitty beer. <sighs> Skunky. But keeps things cold and it's got a ball opener attached to it. But if you look at their fridge, they got a shit ton of your magnets up there. I know they do. I love so it. That's always good. Courtney's, and Courtney's awesome because she does our social media as well. Yeah, she does a good job. She usually steals. Unless you see this random weird blurb, and that's usually me. <laughs> <laughs> she steals a lot of the photos that I share or that are me and Kevin. At the brewery or something. Oh, good. Like that. Keep it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even Christmas time and all that fun stuff too. But uh, yeah, no. And apparently, a fun fun little fact: uh, Mike and I are supposed to be doing uh, some kind of collaboration ale for Kevin and Courtney's wedding in September. Oh, what's that about? Uh, I think we're supposed to take blueberries from around the acreage here, and we're supposed to put it in something. The porter is going to be too early. I don't. So we're gonna have to put it in something. Fucking fruit beers. I know you don't like to, but we. we it's going to be in a cask. Okay, if we're making a cask. Cask. We'll put it, probably put it in a 40-liter cask. But do you know we just had a cask blueberry issue this past year? I heard about that. Yeah. I think we talked about that with Courtney as well, but we'll, really we'll, make, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. disappointing. I think the little bee, which is a honey ale. Honey ale or honey lager? Honey ale. Ale. Yeah. Uh, with the blueberries would be quite nice. That'd go down quite smoothly. Okay. Just got to get enough honey this year. Yeah. We'll if, if you need help, I can grab some for the peace country. 
Well, uh, mm. no, we have a local lady. She does great. I told her I like. I'm gonna get fuck ton honey this year. So, fuck ton honey is my favorite unit of measurement. Well, <laughs> you know the ultimate question is always: Is a fuck ton more than a shit ton? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a shit ton is more than an ass load. Yep. <laughs> I think actually there is a. a a, a, a real unit of measurement called a butt ton. I think it, it measures wine, from what I remember say, reading on the, on the internet, if you believe in that. Oh, fuck. The internet is all lies. Oh, wait. <laughs> you just got this podcast out there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. Uh, anyway, we're starting to ramble on the things that only entertain us. Uh, thank you again, night. listeners, for listening to my uh, little sub-podcast, The Awkward Throat Clear. Um, thank you to Anthony. Thank you to Not After 30 Podcast. Uh, you're leaving myself and Mike Lewis. Hope you guys have a good time. Hope you guys had a few good laughs. We're going to keep rolling on with some other. <laughs> Mike's telling me to wrap my own show. He can shut up anytime he wants. Uh, he's rambling. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to make you feel as welcome as possible. Uh, thank you again. Um, stay safe. Drink good beer. Mike. Any exits again? This is your fourth time in one night. Ah, fuck it. We're all good. Thanks. Rock on. Yeah, support your veterans. Support your local legion if you're in, in Canada. Cheers, guys. Talk to you next time.